0: So mind you, I just turned 35 and my tooth cracked because I just chewed on some party mix. So does that officially mean I'm washed now? Do I got to get dentures? Nah, I'm fucking with y'all. I'm still that nigga. What's good? It's the Rap Game, Dennis Rennell. It's your boy, Howie Snickers, and this is the Dirty Mouth Podcast. Now, I know it's been a while, and I got some egg on my motherfucking face because I was 100% positive. CJ Stroud was that guy. I thought he was going to lead us to the promised land, and it took me a while, and I got to admit, I was motherfucking wrong. But what I will admit is it took some time, and it grew on me, and Bryce Young is that guy. I don't know if that's my bias speaking. I don't know if that's me doing hours of research and highlights of film study. But I will tell you this. I am positive that we got ourselves one of them once. Speaking of being one of them once, we had to give up a lot to get that number one pick. And that came with a price. So in order for us to go all the way from 9 to 1, we had to give up DJ Moore. We lost PJ Walker. We lost Dante Foreman, and we lost a couple picks for a fee. However, it had to be done. We had Simon Darnold. We had Baker Mayfield. We had Teddy Bridgewater. A bunch of bridge quarterbacks until we got that guy we wanted. Now, I'm fully on board with Frank Reich and what he wants to do as our head coach. I don't think you guys understand. As a Carolina Panthers fan, We go through some turmoil like no other. I don't think I've been abused as much in my life. As a matter of fact, every team that I root for, I've seen won a championship except for this franchise. And it's overdue. I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight. I give ourselves a three-year window. Now, year one, show me what y'all are about. Year two, all right. I could see us going deep in the playoffs and then year three that's what i know all right this is a super bowl contender or we're wasting our time again so i'm not going to get my hopes up too high i don't have super high expectations but i will tell you this to give up dj moore the best wide receiver in panthers history since i don't know steve smith uh it's going to be some growing pains and we're going to have to deal with it but speaking of which The Bears, the Chicago Bear and the fandom, has way too much to say about this pick. I'm not understanding how we traded with them to get the number one overall pick, which they could have kept, and they have an issue with it and been talking trash nonstop. But that's besides the point. Let's get into the draft. Now, I haven't said anything about the Super Bowl because that ended. But uh, I want to apologize to all the Philadelphia Eagles fans that listen to the podcast I'm fully aware that that's the fan base and me living in South Jersey. It will reach out to you before it reaches out to any of the other ears. So, I mean, let me put it to you like this. Jalen Hurts had been one of the best performances that I've ever seen in a quarterback. You guys got one, all right? There's nothing to be ashamed of. He did his thing. Do you know how many goats and legends have gone in and out of the league and never got that hardware? And we still talk about to this day. The list goes on and on and on. Dan Marino, Michael Vick, Drew, not Drew Brees, uh, Phillip Rivers. You literally don't have to go home with that trophy. I know it pains you to not feel like you've had a goat on your team. Now, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. And while I'm at congratulating championships, I might as well congratulate the Denver Nuggets. But I'm not there yet. Let's focus on NFL right now. So there's been a lot of changes in the league. There's a lot of new faces. We got Aaron Rodgers with the New York Jets, which he brought his boy Lazard over there. And that team, I felt like was a little bit away from being elite because all they needed was a quarterback. Now we got rid of Zach Milfin. Uh, He's gonna sit on the bench and maybe he'll learn a little bit from Aaron Rodgers so they don't feel like they wasted a pick. And we're gonna see how far they can go in that stacked division. Now, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm literally going to stay in the same exact division that I've been in because there's no competition over there. Besides the Eagles and maybe the Cowboys, who else do you have to worry about? <laughs> the Panthers are on the rise, though, so it might be us soon. I'm just saying. With everyone bouncing all over the league, it's kind of fair game. With Jalen Ramsey going to the Dolphins, that defense was already pretty stout. It makes it an even better chance at odds for them to delve in, but then again, that's the same division that Aaron Rodgers just went in with the Jets. So it can get a little muddied over there. There's a lot of competition out in the AFC East. So, and then of course the Bills, uh, DeMar Hamlin, we had that issue with him. See, I haven't spoken on any of these things, and I don't want to deep dive into it. I'm just trying to get my feet wet. You know what I mean? Like I'm not trying to go crazy <laughs> right now. I just want to touch on a couple of points. So let's get back. Jalen Ramsey's on the Dolphins. Aaron Rodgers is over there with the Jets. We got Derek Carr out with the Saints. Jimmy G's over there with the Raiders. There's been there's been a little bit of movement, a little bit of shaking around in this league, and I'm very excited for it to start. And let's get into the draft and some of these picks now. Uh, you guys probably didn't expect me to say this, but Jack Campbell, man, I'm very upset we did not get that player. Uh, apparently, he's supposed to be a new leak, Luke Keekly. And I can't wait to see what he does in the NFL. I feel like he's one of those people that are going to be very underlooked, and that won't be a story. But uh, numbers don't lie. And on paper, that, that guy's an animal. Of course, the rich get richer when... Nolan Smith and Jalen Carter go over there to Philly and it becomes the Georgia Bulldog Eagles. But you know what? With that situation with their defensive coordinator and him going over to Arizona, it really makes you wonder loyalty in the NFL. Now, if that was on his mind the entire time, did he throw that game? I'm sure a lot of you guys feel that way, but who's to say? Speaking of the NFC East a team that you're really going to have to look out for this year is the New York Giants. Now, I know. I know what you're thinking. They don't have a quarterback, but they kind of do. You need a QB manager that doesn't turn the ball over, that's mobile on his feet, that's an accurate passer, and they have all those pieces. They got Darren Waller as a tight end, which a fantasy sleeper, might I add, that's literally going to open up that offensive lot. And then they have Hyatt, a wide receiver that I think is going to be elite within a few years. Now, the defense is already on point. Thibodeau's already proven himself to be one of the top rushers in the league. They're not really slacking in any areas. Maybe in secondary, but again, an elite up front is going to make that secondary look non-existent. So. I don't know what's going on with the contract with Saquon Barkley, but hopefully he sticks around because I honestly feel like that's a dark horse coming out of the NFL again this year. That coach has been on fire. He's turned that program around. Uh, Dable, he's passionate. That's somebody that you want to have. He's a player's coach, and that's something that you always need on your team. Now, speaking of coaches in the NFC East, Ron Rivera, (laughs) I'm sorry. It might be your time to go in Washington. Look, you got carried with us over in Carolina, and that, that talent isn't showing up like you thought it would. I, I really don't th- think that a defensive-minded coach should be coaching up offensive rookies, especially quarterbacks. Now, we got that situation with C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans going in with uh, D'Amico Ryans from the 49ers. So, you're all about defense, and you have a young quarterback coming in the league that's a rookie. You can't show him anything You cannot teach him anything because that's not your area of expertise. Now, don't get it twisted. You do know ball. You're a coach for a reason. You're in the NFL for a reason. You got that job for a reason. They interviewed you for a reason. But I just don't feel like you are the person that needs to be in their ear as they develop and grow in the league, which is why I'm very excited for Bryce Young because our quarterback is known as the quarterback whisperer. He coached Manning, man. That guy's known as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. So if he seemed seem even a little bit of that in Bryce Young, I think that the Carolina Panthers are in very good hands. I'll hear something that I'm very curious about. It's the uh, the Jordan Love situation with the Green Bay Packers. Now the Packers seem to have their what's the word? Because I don't want to say I don't want to be I I don't want to come off as I'm being a hater. But there's some uh, there's some wounds that they need to lick and there's some issues that they need to face. Now, obviously, Jordan Love has spent years behind Aaron Rodgers, so he had the tutelage to be able to come in and prove himself worthy. Usually, these rookies get thrown to the Wolves and they're not able to come in and play this fucking game that we love. They literally are destroyed <laughs> the second they come in. They'll get a fair shot. Look at the Geno Smith story, man. I think it's awesome Jordan Love had this much time, but with that being said, it's time to prove itself and there's no excuses. He's literally been in the league long enough that he has all the experience he needs as a player, except to actually be on the field and throwing the ball. Now, when you guys played, I think the Eagles, and he was at an, at the end of the game, he, he looks pretty poised to me. He was throwing some nice passes. I know they were behind, so it was kind of you know garbage time, but... Very accurate, very mobile, agile on his feet. I feel like he has that. I don't know if it's the it factor, but he just understands how to play the game. I don't know if he's going to go down as a QB coach or if he's going to show us that he's following in the footsteps of the Packers quarterback greats. Because talk about a spoiled franchise for, what, almost damn near 30 years, they've only had two quarterbacks. (laughs) I think I've had 10 quarterbacks in four years, so... Damn, talk about fucking lucky. Now, I'll tell you something that I'm very confused about, and that's the San Francisco 49ers. I don't understand what the situation is that's going on over there. So, okay, you get rid of Jimmy G, and then you get Brock Purdy, and he's your guy, right? He does his thing. I can't lie. He does his thing. He does exactly what he's supposed to do. He stays in the game, and he hands the ball off to TIFO and CMC. I just want to know, after he got injured, Like the Tommy John injury where he's never going to be able to throw for another year and he's ready to come back in. Now they're looking at Trey Lance and then they bring Sam Darnold in and they're saying Sam Darnold's elite. This team is ridiculous. Their offensive line is nuts. Their defense is great. Their secondary is awesome. Their running backs, their wide receivers, their tight ends, they have no question marks at all except the quarterback. And that's like the same situation with the Jets. So my question is, Who do you go with out of the three? If all you have to do is dump the ball off and go for checkdowns, you really can't miss as long as you stay healthy. So honestly, I would like to see someone do some work. But it's just very confusing to me because I don't understand what they're doing with Trey Lance. One second, they think this guy looks awesome and he's ready to go. The next second, they're not sure if he's even going to play in the NFL because of his injury. It's very confusing to me. A team that's really pissing me off right now is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I already know. Everyone has them in their list. Everyone has them as the team to look out for. Everyone has them as the playoff team. But we all know when they went for Baker Mayfield, they're tanking so they can get Caleb Williams out of USA. Now, if you don't know who that is, by all means, this is what the podcast is for. You can go fucking look, motherfuckers. <laughs> Type it in. Go on to YouTube. Do your research. They're saying this kid is supposed to be like the next Mahomes. Now. I do not like comparisons. It's very strange to me when college kids that's never stepped foot on the NFL field get compared to players that have never played the game before. However, you have to have some sort of eye as a scout to look for him, and people are drooling over him in the NFL. So he clearly has to be that guy that's going to come out there and do his thing, right? Speaking of someone coming out there and doing their thing, I'm very nervous about B. John Robinson. Listen to me. How do the Atlanta Falcons get so good, but they still don't have their guy? That's another situation. Their secondary is like an assist to live at home right now. They, they, they look terrible, but on the offensive side of the ball – with Drake London, Kyle Pitts, B. John Robinson, that, that's that's a scary, scary matchup for teams that go against them. The only problem is you're going to put up points, and then you're going to be playing from behind from the defense every single game. And then their quarterback, Desmond Ritter. This man looks so old that he flew with the Tuskegee Airmen. Man, he got the civil rights all my life. I had to fight struggle face, and it pisses me off, honestly. So I don't know. My only problem is I hope our defensive line is strong enough to stop this motherfucker two times a year because as a Panthers fan, I get to see him in his prime double time. And that, guess what, is the first game of the year for us. So it makes me nervous. So what's up with what's up with DeAndre Hopkins? That's what I want to know. There, there's so much smoke going on around here. He he. Doesn't want to stay with the Cardinals, but then he said he did, and then he wanted to meet with the Patriots, and then he wanted to meet with the Titans, and then he wants to meet with the Browns, and then two days ago, he's meeting with the Panthers, right? Let me, let me ask you a question. Last season, correct me if I'm wrong, please, I would love you to, this man got suspended for half of the season for performance-enhancing drugs. Now, why was he taking performance-enhancing drugs? Because he wanted to be able to keep up with the rest of the wide receivers and the fast-ass secondary that's in the league right now, because he's aging. Now, you tell me if it's worth it. He's said he's not looking for a payday, and he wants to go to a contending team. Now, do you think the Browns are on their way to the Super Bowl? Because I don't. (laughs) Do you think the Titans are on their way to the Super Bowl? Because I don't. Do you think the Patriots, with Mac Curry's the Cowardly Dog in them, is going to the Super Bowl? Because I don't. The Panthers, mm, I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl this year, but I think they they could in a few years' time. They're, they're building. That sounds like a payday to me. I'm sorry. You you can call it what you want. It's not like a payday. And that's fine because he's known as one of the best in the past, what, recent years to ever do it. So please tell me you wouldn't want him on your team. The only problem is, are we going to tie up all that money when we have a good receiver core? I don't think we need him. I really don't. We have LaVisca Sunault that they want to use in the Debo Samuel role. Terrace Marshall Jr., who's going to break the fuck out. Look, mark my words, you might want to pick him up on your fantasy. This guy is going to be a stud. Jonathan Mingo, DJ Shark, and Adam Thielen. So what are we adding him for? To be a tutor? Honestly, I think the best fit is for him to go back with Deshaun Watson and play with the Cleveland Browns. They already have chemistry. They play together in Houston. I think it would be a good idea for him to team up with his buddy, get his payday, enjoy retirement, and watch football like the rest of us out there. Let's get into this betting situation. All right, so... It's a very gray area for betting, but one thing that's very confusing to me is all these players that are getting released and getting traded and getting suspended and they're going to be out because they're putting bets down. Now, this whole situation with uh, Rodgers from the Colts, their running back, he was placing bets. Now, they said they got... He put $25 here, $50 here. But this bet, he put $1,000 on for the running back to have a certain amount of yards. And you know, that seems really fishy to me. Almost to the point where it seems like there's some type of script going on in the NFL where they already know the outcome of games. And now I saw something on Uber Facts on Twitter. I don't fucking know. This shit's probably fake. But I'm just saying, let me get this straight. So you're going to tell me that the NFL is an entertainment and they can change the outcome of games for views now don't sue me i don't know if that's correct or not this is the information i read if it's known for an entertainment and then a business and they can change the outcome for views for whatever reason that they want to why the fuck wouldn't there be a script in the nfl and it's funny because everyone made light of the situation and they put a bunch of jokes out but is it funny is it funny it's very fishy stuff going on right now in the NFL and I don't know but it doesn't stop anybody from watching it and they know that so they kind of got us by the fucking balls here or clit whatever you are or identify as the asshole we all have assholes right just like opinions all have them and they all fucking stink let me ask you a question for all the people that are watching listening to this who do you think is overrated in the NFL and I'll give you a list and you tell me so we got Justin Herbert right and that's it. <laughs> Do you think Justin Herbert is an overrated quarterback in the NFL? Now mind you, when they went in the playoffs, it was unprecedented. That shit doesn't really happen. They they blew a twenty seven point lead. However, their entire team was injured. Now Don't get it wrong, Asante Samuel Jr. was bawling his fucking heart out. But it takes more than one, and he did everything he could. Would he have three interceptions in the first fucking half? It is what it is, man. It is what it is. The Jaguars, though, I'll tell you, they're they're on me up and up, man. That team, that's the feel-good team, man. Not the Lions, the Jaguars. That's the right team. I would love to see a Panthers-Jaguars. That fucking kiddie bowl, that'd be fucking lit. Now, I'm going to keep putting out content for you guys. I just wanted to, you know, try to slowly ease my way back into this. Uh, It takes a lot. Mentally, I just want to be in a space where I can talk to you guys and I can enjoy myself while I'm doing it. Hopefully, you enjoy this one because I put an effort into this, man. I, I got mock drafts going on. I'm watching highlights on the screen. I'm trying to do what I fucking love. Now... It is 11.46, which means in about 14 minutes, they're about to go off. There's going to be NBA trades out the ass. Congratulations to the Denver Nuggets. Congratulations to Jokic. Congratulations to, uh, what the fuck is his name? Murray. I cannot think of his first name right now for some strange reason. Mind you, had a couple shots before I did this podcast because fuck it. Why the fuck not, man? It was fucking Friday when you hear that shit. You're supposed to enjoy yourself, right? And this isn't clean mouth podcast. I got to get in the fucking zone, dog. So, they defeat the Miami Heat, the Jimmy Butler and gang, you know, that team that was a playing team that went and beat the number 1 team in the East and then beat the fucking Celtics that were favored to win it all because someone couldn't keep his fucking hands off of a woman in the office when they're dating Nia Long. Make it fucking make sense. All right. So <clears throat> Kyrie Irving, he's in talks with people. Damian Lillard, he's in talk with people. James Harden, he's in talk with people. There's some, there's some heat. There's some pressure going on in the NBA right now. There's some uh, good available talent that's going around. Hopefully, when it's all said and done, I have something to talk about, which I know I will. The Sixers, though, I want to say if James Harden is leaving and they don't get with the right compensation for James Harden in the trade to go over to Philly to play with Joel Embiid, he's out of there. He, There's no way in fuck he's staying, dog. I just want to let y'all know that. Now, Bruce Brown. Now, everyone's getting fucking hard about this guy, and I'm very confused about it. Now, he's a key role player, but there's many key role players around the league. Now, don't get it wrong. I know he literally just got a ring. He's in a championship parade. They told him that man wasn't about to go anywhere. (laughs) That man immediately took the money. As you should, my guy, you got the ring and you're getting money. Do your fucking thing, (laughs) dog. Like I'm not mad at you. Come to the Mavericks, though, for real, for real. You know what I mean? Mads fan for life. I'll tell you this, though. Bradley Beal to the Suns makes absolutely no sense because there's no motherfucking bench. There's no motherfucking point guard. So we got Devin Book, Kevin Durant. Uh, Bradley Beal, Chris Paul done went over to the Warriors, which still doesn't make any sense in my fucking book because I don't know what's going on with Draymond Green. So then they depleted the entire fucking bench. So we just got a bunch of shooters on the team and a new coach at that. But speaking of Chris Paul going to the Warriors, that whole situation blowing up is crazy because with Jordan Poole going to the Wizards, Straymon wanting out, then Chris Paul coming in, what, is he going to come in for minutes after Curry's out? And I get it. He's a leader. Like, he he's a, hes a literally a point guard. Like, he's a natural point guard. And a lot of teams need that, and he's going to make players around him genuinely better. However... You need defense. Chris Paul is aging, and at this point, it's the ring tour. You have to get one. You're going to go, well, he said his daughter's uh, classmates were making fun of him because he said her dad will have a ring, and then you went to the Warriors? Duh, that, that whole team, that dynasty is getting dismantled right now. Why did you think that was the move? If anything, you should have went to the Lakers and played with LeBron to try to get something done, right? Well, that was your best chance? I don't think the Nuggets so much because you don't fit with that, but that's what the Lakers do. They, they get the NBA stars and they go over there. They got Aki Mori over there. They got Anthony Davis over there. If you don't want your career to die, go to LA. I, I honestly think Trey Young is going to go over there. To be real with you, I'm not even going to lie to you. Now, Andre Drummond stood with, stays with Chicago, which that kind of upsets me because I thought he was going to go to the NBA. The hottest commodity right now In the NBA is Kyrie Irving, and I honestly think he's going to stay with the Mavs. Now, after he fucking said that he wants to go somewhere where he can win a championship and be like home because he doesn't want to go all over the league, that lets me know he's not ring chasing. But speaking of ring chasing, what the fuck is going on with Damian Lillard? So let me get this straight. You don't want to take a pay cut, my guy, right? And you don't want to rebuild and go into a tanking mode, okay? Okay. And then you don't want to go do a super team. All right. So what exactly do you want? The super team to come to you? For you to do it by yourself? For you to develop players around you? Because if that's the case, you're going to have to lose games, my guy. Figure it the fuck out. I'm telling you, a fucking Dame leaves and they fucking have a Dame dollar jersey sale out there. dicks. That shit's going to hit so hard. I got to get one. Every flavor, like my boy Josh Capers said, man, I'm telling you, (laughs) you're out your fucking mind. And now I'm seeing rumors going around that he's going to play with Victor and yama So you're starting from scratch all over again then, huh, Dame? All right, let's keep rapping then, I guess, because this shit don't make no fucking sense. Speaking of shit not making any goddamn sense in the fucking NBA, why the fuck are NBA athletes that are superstars, millionaires, possibly billionaires, depending on what they invested in? Going into spaces of people on Twitter and talking trash to them, please make it make sense. Let me get this straight. You're going on with your day. You literally can do whatever you want. You, you can fucking hop on a jet and go to Ty Wad for all the fuck I care. And shout out Dwight Howard. And you fucking decided to hop on a Twitter space to argue because someone made something that said you're not top five? So now you're giving this guy free clout, and he's getting interviews on ESPN because he's talking shit about you, and you literally could have paid him no mind. He don't pay your bills. We don't pay their bills. I talk about sports because I thoroughly enjoy sports of all nature, football, basketball, baseball. i try trying to get into hockey. Go Canes. Like that's what you do when you enjoy it. you talk about it and i have a podcast for you guys you listen you fucking drive or whatever the fuck wherever the fuck you are i don't know if you're in the fucking basement with the jurgens hey if that's what gets you off then go for it my guy you use lotion (laughs) i'm just saying i like talking fucking sports man like that's my thing durant why are you so bothered by that i i don't understand who cares what anybody has to fucking say i can say you're fucking trash and you're not top five right now nothing changes you still have an nba contract Filled with millions of dollars and i still have to eat cereal with a fork to save the milk because i'm broke as fuck peep if i'm feeling that you guys are fucking with this one then i want to double up and i'm going to do another one tomorrow i want to talk about the nba draft and fantasy sleepers if you don't reply to this at all and i get no traction from it i'm pretty much wasting my time but listen check it out i'm getting the house together i'm going to do a video podcast so i want to start a fucking vlog You know what I mean? I'm going to have a script and everything. I'm going to be like a little professional businessman and I'm going to do my thing. And hopefully, you guys check it out and you show me support and love like I support all your businesses. All right. So, uh, on that note, it's your boy Howie Snickers, a.k.a. Paco, a.k.a. the voice of the nigga. uh, And I'm checking out. Thank you for listening to the podcast and stay safe out there.